know that it's not the situation itself, but it's what you what you feel about that situation, your beliefs that you hold about yourself, about others, about the, the greater world. And so we need to get at those beliefs. But I want you to pay attention to what are you saying to yourself? You might, you know, you drop your book. Oh, I'm such a klutz, right? Like, is that true? Is that true? Like when you're talking to yourself with such self, like being such self-critical and judging yourself, that's not serving you. And, you know, we tend to hang on to things that reinforce our beliefs. Hey there, I'm Ani Michalski, wellness coach, therapist, and mom to half a dozen amazing kiddos. This podcast is for moms who desperately need a break, but refuse to take one. You know who you are. You have a jam-packed schedule and you're so busy doing everything for everyone else, you don't leave any time for you. What's up with that? Well, no more. Take off your superwoman cape and learn how to put yourself on your to-do list. This is the Moms Without Capes podcast. Hey there, super moms. What you're listening to today has been recorded live inside my Facebook community, Moms Without Capes. Because of this, you may hear me talking to the moms who are tuning in live and leaving comments in real time. But know that the content is super valuable and meant to help you discover and fall in love with who you are underneath your super mom cape. If you want to be part of my amazing community of moms who are getting comfortable with hanging up their capes and be there at the live recordings of this podcast, come find us on Facebook or check out the show notes for the link to join my group, Moms Without Capes. Hope to see you in the group. I wanted to share with you some ways to actually boost your self-esteem and change the way you feel about yourself. Before we dive into that, I've got a few announcements. One is, um, if you haven't caught it already, yesterday I dropped an episode on my on the Moms Without Capes podcast. You can also catch it if you're not a podcast listener. You can just catch it on my website. Um, actually, if you scroll up in the group. I think I, I posted about it yesterday, but it was an interview done with Amy Circa, which I had in the group before about a year ago. I interviewed her inside the Moms Without Capes Facebook group, and she is a money confidence coach. And so she, we talked about how financial wellness, developing financial wellness is part of self-care and how you can make that part of your self-care routine. And so catch that episode if you haven't. It was a great interview. Um, second announcement is if you haven't registered yet, get registered for our self-care challenge, which will be happening February 7th. Um, but get registered so that way it's out of your mind. You know, it's not something looming over you. You'll get the reminders. And then when the challenge starts, you will be getting the remind. You'll be getting the daily missions as well as reminders like to come on Facebook, um, to engage in the group and to participate in the challenge and have fun. And if you have any friends or any moms that you know are struggling with self-care or may not be prioritizing themselves the way that they should be or could be, then invite them to the challenge as well. It's momswithoutcapes.com backslash challenge. I'll go ahead and throw it in the comment section under this video as well after I get done filming it or in the show notes if you're watching this because all of my Facebook lives that I do, well, not all of them, but a lot of them that I do in the Facebook group, I, I repurpose them and I create podcast episodes that drop every Monday. So if by chance you don't want to catch the Facebook live, you'd rather listen to this in the car or while you're making dinner, then you can always catch the podcast version of it. But, um, okay, so those are my two announcements. Register for the challenge and listen to yesterday's podcast episode that dropped. 
Now, why is self-esteem important and why are we talking about boosting it? Well, self-love, self how you feel about yourself, when you love yourself, it is a game changer. It changes everything. And as I've shared before, all of our thoughts, emotions, and our behaviors all stem from the beliefs that we hold. And when you love yourself, when you are like unconditionally, truly in love with yourself, it builds confidence. It, it just makes you a different person. And it influences, like it directly influences all of your relationships. Um, you know, like when you're having a high confidence day and you are feeling good about yourself and you are talking to yourself kindly and with compassion, it changes everything. And so I want to help you fall in love with yourself, right? That's part of my mission of the Moms Without Caves is to help you discover who you are under your mom, under your super mom cape, but then also to fall in love with that woman because it is a game changer. It changes everything. And um, we already know that you are amazing, but sometimes we tend to think like if we fill ourselves, like we need to prove our worthiness and it is so not true. I'm telling you, like you are amazing in and of yourself. You are worthy, you matter, and you are important. And But I want you to believe that about yourself. Because when you start believing that about yourself, everything else changes. Your life changes. And you are you are your best self and you believe that you're your best self. And so you, at that point, you can change the world, which is what I want for every woman. We were meant to make our mark on the world. and But you have to believe that you are capable of that. And so self-care is just a, a, a part of the solution. And it, like I just said, the thoughts, emotions, and actions, the behaviors are all stemming from your beliefs. And so when you start practicing acts of self-care, that, that kind of tackles that action part. Like you're taking action that counters how you might believe about yourself. And it's kind of the easiest place to start because the other part, like truly falling in love with yourself, takes a lot of internal work. We're self-care, right? We, I know that you're a doer. I know that you, you, you are an action taker. And so that's why I spend a lot of time in the Facebook group focusing on self-care, which is why we're having the challenge coming up all about like taking care of yourself and defining. That's the one thing that you're going to get out of the challenge. Well, you're going to get a lot of things out of the challenge, but by, by registering and participating actively in the challenge, you are going to learn how to fill your cup what it is because massages, bubble baths, pedicures, they may not be the things that fill your cup. Those are the things that society sells to us like, oh, these are self-care, but they don't, they don't fill my cup. I don't even like pedicures. I'm way too ticklish. Massages, I'm just not into. And bubble baths, we don't even own a bathtub. And so, like, we don't have any, well, we do have one bathtub, but it doesn't even, the drain's not working. So I'm not taking any bubble baths in it. And so that's, it's not, the way that, you know, I want to help you define what self-care is to you. What fills your cup? What recharges you and gives you energy? And then I'm going to help you find the time. I'm going to help you make the time to implement self-care into every day, into daily, into your daily routine. So that's what you're going to get from the self-care challenge. So get registered. If you know any moms that might might benefit from being in the challenge or might find that fun 
invite them as well. Again, I'll put the link in the show notes or in the comments under this video. So let's get into it. Five ways to boost your self-esteem. The first way is I want you to identify and challenge the thoughts and the feelings that you are experiencing. Everything starts with awareness. And one of the ways to get to this is to, is to increase your awareness is to start doing the work, like writing down what it is that you're saying to yourself. I want you to start noticing what it is that you're saying to yourself. Um, the cognizant model, which is what I base a lot of my, I base my coaching and my counseling on, it is based on the premise that your thoughts, emotions, and your behaviors are all stemming from those beliefs. But I, you need to be aware of all of those steps. What are you feeling? We tend to gravitate towards just a handful of emotions. So I always recommend just Google feeling words, a list of feeling words, and start putting names to what you are feeling. And then ask yourself, what thoughts were contributing to the way I'm feeling? One of the things that I find many, many people struggle with is we, we tend to say like, oh, that, like any that made you feel a certain way or a person made you feel a certain way. And it goes back to like, you are 100% responsible for your own feelings. The reason somebody made you feel that way is because it's what you're thinking about that person or what you're thinking about the situation and that you have control over. You can learn to shift your perspective about what you feel or what you think about a situation or a person or an event. And so that's one of the things that we we talk about. I have a program coming up and that I will be presenting um, towards the end of the challenge. And it focuses on self-love because, like I said, self-care is only part of the solution. Taking action to, to show yourself self-love. But it goes a lot deeper than that. It goes to identifying and challenging and changing those beliefs that you hold about yourself. And that's what's going to happen in that self-love matters program that I, I'll share more about later. But know that it's not the situation itself, but it's what you what you feel about that situation. Your beliefs that you hold about yourself, about others, about the, the greater world. And so we need to get at those beliefs. But I want you to pay attention to what are you saying to yourself? You might, you know, you drop your book. Oh, I'm such a klutz, right? Like, is that true? Is that true? Like when you're talking to yourself with such self, like being such self-critical and judging yourself, that's not serving you. And, you know, we tend to hang on to things that reinforce our beliefs. And so I want you to open it up and start doing the work, like writing down, like what are the thoughts that are coming to me? What am I telling myself? What are the self-doubts and the self-judgment and the self-criticism and the expectations that I am holding? Like becoming aware of that and then start challenging that. One of the ways that, one of the things that happens when we have certain thoughts is they become distorted and we start experiencing different thinking errors. And this could be things like, all or nothing thinking, like when you say, oh, I never can do this, or, you know, I, my kids are always leaving their dirty dishes, and I always have to clean up, right? Like when you're using the word always or never, 
this is didactic thinking and this is, you know, polarized thinking. Whereas we need to get you to look at the, the gray area, the bigger picture. And another thing that happens is sometimes we tend to focus in, zero in on the negative. And not that the, the positive, like positive thinking can be toxic. It can, especially in the extreme. And so I'm not saying, oh, just think happy thoughts. Not at all, because that's like, that's not possible. And it's not healthy to always be shifting your thing. Like there's, well, I don't want to get into that. I don't want to, I don't want to get off track. But what I'm saying is be aware of what you're thinking. And if there's any thinking errors and are you looking at the full picture? Are there positive aspects of the situation that you're not paying attention to? Are you, is mental filtering playing a role in the thoughts that you're having? And then essentially in the feelings that you're feeling and the behaviors that you're, you're doing. So I want you to be, to increase that awareness. Hey mom, short on time, but feeling like you're at the end of your rope or that your bucket is nearing empty. Grab this list of 15 self-care practices that you can do in under 15 minutes. These ideas will get you quickly back on track and are great for moms who are limited on time. I think that's most of us. So check out the show notes or go to momswithoutcapes.com backslash self-care-ideas to download your list today. Number two, learn and set and communicate healthier boundaries. This is a lot easier than said that this is a lot easier said than done, as you know. But it is a skill. Fortunately, it is a skill that you can develop. If you are uncomfortable protecting your time, your energy, your ideas, your opinions, maybe you haven't been able to express your feelings or be comfortable expressing your feelings and your ideas and your opinions. Like that is all, that all has to do with boundaries. And so that's something that we work on in that one-on-one program the self-love matters is getting comfortable with saying no with setting boundaries with being assertive right we tend to confuse assertiveness with aggressiveness and then we we end up being passive whereas i will teach you the skills to be able to set and hold those boundaries, to be able to say no, to be able to protect your time and energy. Because the thing is, is if you're not feeling that you are worthy or you're not feeling like you're enough or important, you're not going to, those boundaries, you're not going to uphold them, right? Because they're not going to seem worth upholding. And people, that's when people pleasing comes in. And so a big part of the program will be learning one, that you are worthy because that's that's the main thing is like changing those beliefs that what you feel about yourself. But then also getting more comfortable with who you are and being able to protect that person, to be able to protect that woman. And so setting the boundaries, when you learn how to do that, your self-esteem, you it, it's like a self-fulfilling problem. Like you start protecting your boundaries, you start experiencing what it feels like to protect your time and your energy and your efforts and your opinions and all of that. And you start feeling better about yourself. This morning I met with a client and she was struggling with a situation that happened at work. 
and a customer had said something to her and she didn't feel, um, you know, she was telling me about how it made her feel. And we talked about this. We talked about like how, you know, what was going on? One, like empathize, like what could have been happening with that guy? And can, can she separate herself from that? And what boundaries did she need to uphold in order to feel better about that situation? And maybe next time it happens, she may not feel comfortable, but with practice and with talking about it and with, you know, reflecting and troubleshooting, we can get to that point. And as she develops the skills of saying no and standing up for herself and saying, you know, I did, I, I didn't like how you talked to me. Like it is a skill that can be learned and she can become more comfortable upholding those boundaries. So number three, so we've got number one is becoming aware. Number two is setting your boundaries. Number three is giving yourself credit, even if it's partial credit, no matter how small the accomplishment. We are very self-critical of ourselves. And again, we tend we we focus on those things that reinforce our old belief. And so getting into the practice of giving yourself credit, even if you set an alarm on your phone and you're like, okay, what did I do in the past hour that was good that I can give myself credit for Give myself a pat on the back or like, you know, like a, just say like, that, that was good. You know, I, I stood up for myself or instead of being passive aggressive and begrudgingly like grabbing my husband's socks off the floor and throwing them in the but like instead I addressed the behavior and I and I expressed how I felt right like giving yourself credit as you take steps to changing the way you feel about yourself you want to be able to give yourself that credit because we usually don't do that we usually like are more self-critical of ourselves. So we, you want to make sure that you are giving yourself credit, even if it's just partial credit for things that you are doing that are good for you. Number four, stop playing the compare game. We get trapped in that. If, you, if you're watching this on Facebook, then I know that you are on social media. And many times you'll be scrolling through your Facebook feed, whether it's consciously or unconsciously or your Instagram feed, and you are comparing yourself to others. Now, when I did this video earlier this morning with no sound, it ended up, um, I was giving the example of when I, what I know when I scroll through Facebook or when I'm scrolling through Instagram, um, one thing that really like triggers me is when I see, <laughs> I see kids all with matching outfits and their hair well done. Like, and of, and of course, like whether it's like posed or not, like I always like doubt my own, I don't know, like success as a mom because for so like my kids are never put together. Well, my daughters, now that they're teenagers, they've got a little bit more fashion sense, but especially when they were younger, like my kids were always disheveled. I was always giving them like spit baths. <laughs> like it, it was just, I don't know. Like I just couldn't get them like all matching. But here's the thing. We are only looking at a small window of a person's life. When my kids were disheveled, when I'm like trying to get them out the door and it's a mad, crazy place, I am not thinking, oh, let me get out my phone and take a picture. 
I, I'm not thinking that. Most people are not thinking that. It is when they are calm, when they're looking good, when they're, you know, in a happy, like that's when you think of getting your camera out. And so just reminding yourself, like you are only looking at a small picture of people's lives. You know, what it took to get all those matching outfits and to get the hair brushed and to get the kids not with tear streaks down their face. One of my favorite pictures I have is of my, she's now 18, but my daughter when she was three or two or something, and it is a picture and she's with a fire truck. So she's a little girl, but she's got a fire truck and she's smiling in the picture, but like you could see her face is so swollen. And the only reason she was with this big fire truck was because every single thing else we tried, she was hysterical during the entire, I was, I took her to picture people or whatever it was called. And she was hysterical the entire time. Like the stress of getting that picture. Now it's just funny. Like when I look at it, I'm like, oh my gosh, like nobody can tell you. If you didn't know that her face was like, you just think like she was just like had puffy cheeks and she was smiling. But the stress of the getting that picture was like all the behind the scenes thing. So remember that when you are scrolling through Facebook and you can play the compare game, not just on social media. I just, I know social media is a huge, like is a big part of why we get trapped in the compare game. But be, again, going back to being aware that is this healthy for me? Is this good for me? You can unfriend people that you feel that are not, that their posts aren't bringing out the best of you. Like if they're not making you feel good and you're constantly feeling like less than or not enough because you're watching or looking at posts, unfriend them. Take a social media break. Be aware of what the effect that is having on you. And if you can't get yourself out of that, take action. Take action to do something about it. My husband does this all the time. Like he'll take a social media fast. I'm like, just unfriend them. Like you have control. You are 100% responsible for your life and for how you feel. You need to take action to, to feel good, to feel good about yourself and about your life. All right. So number five is to practice self care. And this is interrupting that cycle, changing the behavior because the more you take action, that counters how you feel about yourself. If you are feeling like that you don't matter, that you are not important or that you're not enough. If you're not feeling like that you like yourself, take intentional action against that. And this comes in the form of self-care. Changing the way you are treating yourself will begin to shift, will, will contribute to the shifting of the belief of how you feel about yourself. So if you haven't registered for the self-care challenge, even if you do practice self-care, if you're not doing it every day, register for the challenge. Sometimes we need that reinforcement. We need to get back in the game. Get registered so that you can start being intentional about your self-care and taking action against the way you feel about yourself or towards the way you want to feel. Again, we, not, we, we tend to hold on to those things that reinforce our old belief. And so when you start practicing self-care, when you start talking to yourself differently, upholding your boundaries, saying no and protecting your time and your energy and your opinions and your ideas. When you start doing all of that, that is all 
that all is necessary actions that you need to take in order to change the way you believe about yourself, how you feel about yourself. So do the things, not all the things. You know, that's the moms of that case is valid. We, thinking you have to do all the things. You don't have to do all the things. But you are responsible for your life. And so you need to make sure that you are doing what is good for you. I have a bonus, right? So we've got five ways. Five ways. It was becoming aware of your thoughts and feelings and challenging them. Setting and upholding your boundaries. Giving yourself credit no matter how small the accomplishment Stop playing the compare game, practice self-care, and number six, invest in yourself. Now, this could be through therapy, through coaching, through buying books, reading, personal development, self-growth. Like, you need to start treating yourself like you are worthy, that you matter. Last night, I went to a networking event, and it was with women here in Billings. Loved it. I'll definitely be going back to that. It was my first time that I went to one of these. And when I was talking with women, we, we were talking about like what we did and, you know, and so I was sharing what it is that I do. And one of the women remarked like, oh, you know, we, I always get the reaction. Like, we need this. Like, this is so, you know, that's me. That's me. And um, she said about, she's like, yeah, she's like, I always see, she's like, I buy my kids shoes that are like $150. She's like, but I wear the same old tennis shoes. And and that's what I'm saying here. Like you have to start treating yourself like you are worthy. I'm not saying treat yourself above your family, but we are conditioned and we're raised to, to put ourselves on the back burner and to put our needs below those of our family. I'm saying just prioritize yourself. You need to start investing in yourself and start treating yourself that you are as important and you are worthy. And because when you start doing that, it is a game changer. And when you start changing the way you feel about yourself and you start loving yourself, not just liking yourself, but loving yourself, all of your strengths and your weaknesses, when you learn how to forgive yourself and you learn how to just embrace and love yourself for who you are, everything changes. Everything changes. And so sign up for the self-care challenge. Let me know your biggest takeaway. Share, you know, share the challenge link, momswithoutcapes.com backslash challenge. Share the love or spread the love, whatever. And let's, let's do this. Let's really work on loving yourself. All right. Well, thank you so much for joining me today. Next week, we will be diving more a little bit deeper into how self-care and self-love is connected. And if you're catching this on the podcast, come join my Moms Without Capes Facebook group. I'd love to see you in the group. And I think that's it for today. All right. Take care. I'm glad that we have soundless go around and I will see you in the group. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Moms Without Caves podcast. I'm always up to hearing your ideas for future episodes, so send me a DM and let me know. And if you enjoyed today's episode, it would be awesome if you'd leave me a positive review wherever you're listening to podcasts these days. Until next time, take care of you. You are worth it.